Hey guys, welcome to From Miles Away, a completely student-run podcast. Where we tell personal stories from students all over the world. We all go to the same international boarding school. And boy do we have some stories to tell. So So stay sustainable, sustainable, open-minded, and give our podcast a try. Welcome. So my name's Michael and I'm here on the podcast From Miles Away with my guest Sylvia from Palestine. Uh, we're here discussing, I believe, a prepared story you have for us. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Thank you, Michael, for having me. Of course. <laughs> My pleasure. <laughs> so, yes, when I first came here to Germany, um, to UWC, there was the first Fridays for Future protest for climate justice. And it was my first protest to go to here in Germany. And uh, as much as I believed in the cause and as much as I was happy to be there and part of something so big and so impactful in a way, I felt somehow weird to be in the protest because I felt that it was so peaceful, like seeing the police officers just kind of supporting the protesters and giving them space to protest, it made me traumatized because I remember all the protests back home meant that people are getting arrested or none of them were peaceful in any sense. And it made me kind of reflect and think about how different it is to live here in Germany and to live back home. Because back home, if you see a soldier with a gun every day, that's normal. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's what people are used to. And I remember going to school in public transport in a bus, a soldier would get inside of the bus. And even if there are kids and ask for ID numbers, really? even if going like from one neighborhood to another, it's, mm-hmm. yeah, you can never predict it. And so if it happens, you have to be ready mm-hmm. and you're just, you can't be scared. But then being here and seeing how people are, like they don't see guns, but at the same time, they're way more safe than us back home. Mm-hmm. So there's no need for violence, no need for guns, no need for anything. And actually the government and the police, they support these protesters. So it made me think about how different it is to live here and to live in Palestine. Mm-hmm. And all of this stemmed from a climate change protest you went to in Germany, is that right? Yeah. And so prior to that, did you attend any protests back home in Palestine? Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't, but once I was accidentally there as I was like, walking and just got into a crowd. Um, and actually that time there was a tear gas oh, really? bomb yeah. Yeah. and uh, it was thrown. By soldiers, um, by soldiers or by pro- yes, oh, okay. no, but by soldiers, and uh, I just got myself to the crowd. I don't know why, because see, the thing is, it's just an adrenaline rush, and then you're like, okay, what should I do? Where yeah. should I go? And you just like run, and wherever you find yourself, just find somewhere safe. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I actually inhaled it, and um, it wasn't the first time. I also got those accidental um, occasions where I just, I as I'm walking. So like a soldier throws a tear gas bomb and then it just happens, but then you run away. But otherwise, how many times? Just the one. Twice. Twice. Really. Twice. Once when I was a, like just a child, so I don't have a memory of it. But it was on a checkpoint because see back home if you cross from one city to another, then there's a checkpoint. Mm-hmm. It's every, like between yeah. every two cities. And we were crossing because part of my family lives on uh, one city and the other is in okay. another city. So at that checkpoint. It happened that also the soldiers, but also the protesters, both were like... Clashing. Yeah, Yeah. clashing. And it it was terrible. And I was... Luckily, I was with my family then. So we managed to just get into a taxi and run Mm -hmm. away, like, to my family's house. 
but then um, the other time where I was just walking alone, I was in my school's uniform, just peacefully walking, but then it happened and then I... How old away. were you? The one when I was alone, I think I was 15. Wow. Yeah. So coming to Germany, you said it was a, lot, a very different experience, but before you went to your first climate mm -hmm. change protest, mm -hmm. were you scared at all? Did you think that, you know, maybe mm -hmm. there'd be tear gas or soldiers with guns that would use them mm -hmm. violently or anything mm -hmm. like that? I don't know, it was kind of, because last year it was, you know, the UWC spirit, you want to do new things, you mm -hmm. just want to challenge yourself in any way. And I didn't think about it before going, I just, because I knew I came here for a change, you know, and mm -hmm. I knew whatever it, it would take, I would go. So I didn't actually think of it. Really? But we went as a collective group, like mm -hmm. a number of students, we go and it's actually part of a huge, huge cause around the world. So I was like, I'll just go, you know. And I didn't expect for myself to be traumatized because I thought I'm actually kind of stronger in a sense because I come from conflict, yeah, so I'm used to course. protests. But then it ended up in kind of traumatizing me about the differences, I would say, just in the way we live and the mm -hmm. lifestyle. It's just a different way. Did you see any soldiers at the German protest? No, I've, I've never seen a gun here. I've, really? And I've never... But any I've, policemen? No. no. I've only seen police officers maybe twice or three times mm -hmm. in my two years here. I mean, now it's a year and a half, but never with a gun, mm -hmm. never. Yeah. Do you think that, well, has attending this climate change mm -hmm. protest changed your perspective of protest at all? Do you know, do you think you'd be able to join mm -hmm. in a protest back home or mm -hmm. is it still too dangerous yeah, at this point? That's the weird thing. After th that protest, I couldn't go to the next, um, Fridays for Future protest. Mm, really? And even this year, I was like, should I do it? Should I not? I'm mm -hmm. just not sure. And it was interesting. Because of the trauma? Or yeah, because yeah. of the trauma. It's just, okay. it kind of, it's like fear building up, you know? Yeah. And actually, I got to hear from um, one of my teachers that another student felt that way mm -hmm. in our school. And it was really? interesting. Yeah. And it was interesting to know that I'm not alone in a sense. So mm -hmm. I was kind of less scared. Uh, so I think it kind of gives me a push to protest even here more mm -hmm. and also back home. But right now I'm still kind of reflecting on it because I yeah. need to understand where it comes from. Of somehow. course. Yeah. And speaking of that, do you know what is it about protests that make you uncomfortable? Is it mm -hmm. the soldiers with mm -hmm. like guns or weapons or is it mm -hmm. the kind of mass mentality mm -hmm. of the protesters that can sometimes turn violent mm -hmm. or... I'll try to answer that and sure. I'll try to make it clear. but. I think the difference in the cause of the protest is what is making me oh, okay. kind of confused. Yeah, like, yeah. you because know, here people protest for climate. Mm -hmm. Back home, people protest for un unemployment being mm -hmm. really high, more than yeah. like forty-six percent, or people not having electricity or water. People so not having human the rights right for more. exactly. Yeah. But I would say also climate change is an important topic, right? Mm -hmm. But then coming from a country where we basically don't have many. Um, how you call them, like facilities or anything, mm -hmm. you start feeling that, okay, maybe climate change is not the thing for me right now. Of course. So you yeah, start questioning, sense. okay, do I protest for climate or do I basically yeah. start finding a world for my people first for it to, for them to have a climate? Mm -hmm. See, that's, that that's makes maybe sense. The, yeah. the difference. Yeah. Sustainability or development. Exactly. Kind of like an yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. You know, it's interesting that you mention uh, soldiers with guns mm -hmm. and, and not seeing any guns in Germany, but mm -hmm. seeing a lot back home, mm -hmm. you know, 
I come from the United States mm-hmm. where we're well known for our Second Amendment, which mm-hmm. allows any uh, licensed citizen to have mm-hmm. a firearm at mm-hmm. any time. Mm-hmm. And so I also went to a couple protests here and I was actually, I had that s- kind of a similar reaction where mm-hmm. I was impressed that there were no policemen with yeah, guns. Yeah, yeah. Because again, um, tear gas is rarely used where I come mm-hmm. from, mm-hmm. but it has been used in the past. But Guns all the time all are the time. ever present, you know, mm-hmm. with policemen and with civilians mm-hmm. in the protests themselves, mm-hmm. which is, I don't know, it's a very different situation because yeah. it's it's almost like anarchy, you know, mm-hmm. power of none because <laughs> everyone has a weapon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As opposed to it sounds like here where no one has a weapon mm-hmm. and in your country where mm-hmm. only the soldiers typically have mm-hmm. weapons. But yeah, see, maybe here this is where it's similar because back home and probably in the United States where, mm-hmm. where also like civilians can have the guns, it, it's kind of power for them, you know, they, the gun holds some sense of yeah. power, but here they do have the power with words, mm-hmm. they really do, and they have the space mm-hmm. and the right to do so. So I don't know, because I, I would assume that guns for people is just it makes someone better in a way that they have like they can force someone to hear mm-hmm. them but here they don't need that if someone states their opinion everyone would hear and everyone is willing to change here in germany i would say and maybe yeah. that's why i came here but yeah. it's it's just a reflection of how different mm-hmm. can different countries be yeah and i think it's interesting because from what i've seen in germany guns are looked on not as weapons for self-defense but mm-hmm more tools to use like mm-hmm. for hunters and things like oh, that yeah. mm-hmm. and i know that's one of the main ways you can get a license for a gun in germany mm-hmm. which is incredibly hard mm-hmm. to become a hunter mm-hmm. but i'm not sure how is it in uh palestine surrounding guns are they seen as self-defense as an instrument mm-hmm. of power or mm-hmm. so i i know for sure that civilians can't have guns but it's only soldiers or police officers mm-hmm. that's that's what i know so it, I'm not sure if it, it can be used for something else. Like hunting mm-hmm. is not something that is common, I would yeah. say, or at least like to my restricted knowledge, it's Oof, not. Yeah. But yeah, I, I can't think of any reason that someone would have a gun except for the police or the or the soldiers and for them it's national defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's interesting because obviously uh, a lot of people in the US feel the exact same way where it is, mm-hmm. they, you said, the gun becomes like a symbol of power for them, yeah. which is true. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of people feel that they can use it self-defense against the government or mm-hmm. others yeah. to protect their property. But then as well, it, it also becomes a commodity at a certain point because mm-hmm. in some parts of the US, uh, people will actually try to get the most fancy gun yeah, or the most yeah, yeah. you know blinged out gun. <laughs> and I think I there's so many different kind of perspectives and how each culture looks at this object mm-hmm. differently which is That's something true. really interesting That's yeah true. yeah see those things make you really reflect on it's how true. different it is but then you know and you look at how they translate into the real world like through this example of mm-hmm. protests mm-hmm. like i don't know I, I definitely don't always feel safe when i'm protesting in america mm-hmm. just because i know it sounds a little bit like palestine like mm-hmm. things can turn violent relatively quickly mm-hmm. but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, I must say that a lot of the protests back home they're they're about politics, which makes mm-hmm. which makes things even 
kind of difficult because of course the government wouldn't like these protests but maybe here in germany like protests about climate change maybe yeah the government wants that that's true that would make it okay yeah why not mm -hmm. so yeah that's that's what i could think of yeah well thank you so much for joining us today sylvia thank i really you, <laughs> that was a very interesting story thank you thank you so much and uh please join us next week on the next episode of from miles away we'll see you then <laughs>